I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. This is Play Me, your digital theater. We transform the hottest contemporary plays into bingeable audio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen. And I'm Chris Tolley. Welcome to Play Me, your ticket to some of the hottest shows by award-winning playwrights. We're back with the next play in our series, the award-winning Buffoon, by acclaimed writer Anosha Rani. Chris, what comes to mind for you when you see a clown? Well, I, I think of a painting that actually my dad painted that's here in my studio right now. And it's of a clown with a bit of a mischievous smile, like it's egging you on to laugh. But at the same time, his eyes are very sad and kind of lonely. Yeah, I was thinking of that painting as well, because people have a lot of feelings about clowns. They can symbolize childhood laughter, joy, trips to the circus. But for others, they can provoke intense fear. There's actually a name for it. Coulrophobia is caused by an extreme irrational reaction from seeing clowns. And no Sharani's character, Felix, is not your typical clown. He doesn't have a big red nose or wear a wig or even wear a flamboyant costume. He is his own strange creation. Born to circus folk who prefer trapezing over parenting, Felix conceals his feelings of loss and abandonment behind his buffoon facade. The character Felix first appeared when Anosh was writing an ensemble piece about the circus. The character grew and soon demanded his own solo play. Buffoon premiered at the Tarragon Theatre in 2019 and was awarded the best play at that year's Dora Maver Moore Awards. It's funny, it's absurd, and it packs a powerful punch. This is part one of Buffoon by Anosh Arani, featuring Kayvon Koshkum. This is, uh, I don't know what to say. Uh, the makeup, it's just chalk, basic stuff, rudimentary, like me. I don't get too many visitors, so thought I'd dress up for you. Look, I don't really know why you're here. 
I mean, I do. Kind of. To be honest, I don't have much to say. I don't want to say anything. Now that you're here, I guess I do owe you some sort of transmission. said that the two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. So let's start with the day I was born. Into the circus. My mother. The flying Olga, the darling of Leningrad. The flying Olga is sitting in her tent reading a beauty magazine, the kind where they promise you fresh skin, but all that shows up on your face is sheer disappointment. The flying Olga's reading this, but she's not really reading, reading. The flying Olga's checking her own swollen face against theirs. <sighs> All those derelict women page after page of oblivious girls, completely unaware that this bomb's going to drop on their lives as well. And it must have caused her some distress, because suddenly... <gasps> and she's all alone in the tent, and the midwife... Mary, the midwife! Who's not really a midwife, but the head seamstress. She's probably tending to a costume emergency, which is more important than my birth. A tear in the tightrope walker's knickerbockers could result in a fatal plunge. So the flying Olga has to get to the bathtub by herself, all the way over by the elephant pit. Oh, 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 this is not contraction. This earthquake. Who I'm giving birth to? Genghis Khan? Frank? Frank? Get your sword. There is conqueror inside me. Oh, holy shit, Frank. I think I just pooped. I pooped on your child's head. Does that tell you something? She finally gets there, but I'm halfway out between her legs, hanging upside down, which makes total sense. My mother's a trapezist. As the flying Olga hoists herself into the tub, I go back in. Hey! Come back out, you little shit. Hey, I could have hit my head, you know. That's what I was going for. The flying Olga positions herself to launch her little angel. We'll call it Lucifer, Frank. And Smile fills the tub with water. Smile is the man who sells the tickets. And my pops? The circus is on. My father is performing. He's flying through the air on the trapeze like Tarzan. Oh! My father makes a perfect landing. He is the great Frank. As I float to the surface of the tub and rise to the sound of applause, 
500 people clapping just because I'm born. I'm out. I'm a tiny piece of flesh and bone, and I'm out. Man, I'm out. I'm just a month old, but I've got all this joy, so I speak joy. And I've got all this song, so I sing song. <gasps> Shut up, you freak! She just hears a baby who's colic. What have you done to me? What have you done? But you said you wanted a child. You said you wanted one. I also say I want Mercedes. I want swimming pool. Where is Mercedes? Take it easy now. Where is pool? Relax, will ya? Turn your sperm into Mercedes. Your bomb's out the window. You name making any sense. Where is Paul? <laughs> to shut me up, the flying Olga puts talcum powder on my balls to cool me down. And I just want to thank her for all her efforts, you know? So I create giant puddles of love. <gasps> he peed on me, Frank! He peed! Peed on me! There's your swimming pool! <gasps> that was when she went for him. She started chasing him around the tent, the flying Olga after my pops like a torpedo. The flying Olga turns into a machine. She starts shedding fat like it's poison, and it's barely months since she's had me, and she's back on the trapeze again. They leave me with smile. Once he sold his tickets, his job's done. Smile becomes my sitter. Smile takes to me, and <laughs> I to him. And when I say my first word, he's there. And when I take my first step, he's there. And when I poop, he's out of there. And Smile has a beard that's long, so damn long. But there's this wonderful smell, the smell of smile. And I put my face in his beard and fall asleep. And the only time I wake up is when I'm under the big top again. And smile points to the sky where I see the flying Olga and pops swinging from one branch to another. And I realize that the flying Olga and pops are not humans. They're birds. And if the flying Olga's a bird, and, and if my pops is a bird, then I'm a bird too. And so I try to fly as well. I try to go towards them. I point to the sky, but Smile doesn't understand. So I start tugging at his beard, and he gets it. He lets go of me, and I hang. I just hang from his beard. <laughs> that is how I started training to become a trapeze artist. You were born in the water, and your parents live in the air. You need some earth flicks. I want to show you something. He takes me to his dwelling, and from underneath his bed, he pulls out a large silver trunk. It's empty. 
Then he turns me around and makes me face the other way. I'm staring at this huge pile of books. He asks me what they are. One thing I don't like is a condescending adult. They're books, Smile. But you can't read them. Why not? Because you don't know how to read. Do you? Yes, Flix, that would be the whole point of this conversation. My name's Felix. Why do you keep calling me Flix? It's shorter. Now, hurry up. There's no time to waste. Each book you read, you throw in the trunk. You have a trunk to fill. Start with this one. Moby Dick. Call me Ishmael. That's the first line. Remember that. Here. Oh! Oh! Ish Ma L Harpoon Harpoon Mammiferous Floodgates Wonderworld Calm down, Flix, calm down. Chemical, incredible, idiosyncratic, aforementioned, universe. <gasps> universe. The aforementioned universe. <sighs> what are you talking about? Universe, it's a word. I know. It means the whole world and more. You are my universe. Right. <laughs> Frank, we are doing the triple somersault. No, we are not. We are. It's the only thing that will get us out of this shitty circus. And that's that. You, pass to me my cigarette and lighter. Hurry up. Felix, how you fly in air if you can't even walk on ground? Sorry, I flick it on. Combustion! Combustible! Ugh! What the hell is wrong with you? Nothing, Mama. Mama? Who, who is that? Uh, you? Me! No, no, Munchkin. I am nobody's Mama. I am the Flying Olga. The Flying Olga, right. A thing of beauty. A legend. But you're my... Call me mama one more time. I tie you up to a tree and leave you behind. Frank, what's our next stop? We'll be traveling light. Now, now, don't cry. Okay, 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 come here. Come to mama... (coughs) Sorry. (laughs) Let's try that again. Come to mama... Please, please move. Give me some air. I start inhaling in the hope that I might find something. Some hint or clue that she loves me. Some lingering smell of summer. Of Mama Summer. I just find smoke (coughs) and more smoke (coughs) until (sighs) 
this vision, this apparition, this apocalyptic beauty. I never noticed her before, but I'm a man now. I'm seven. She looks at me. She sees me. Smile, smile, smile. We'll be right back. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are you breathing so heavily? Do you have asthma? No, I saw this. I, I, I saw this. Dragon. No, I, I saw this. Wizard. No, I saw this. Orangutan. A girl, smile. I saw a girl. She's golden and she's in a stack of hay and she's golden and she's in a stack of hay. Oh, dear. What? Oh, my. What? What? Oh, dear Allah. Smile! Tell me, Flix, how did you feel when you saw her? Like, uh, uh, puking? And how'd you feel when she saw you? Like, puking? And how do you feel right now? I'm sorry to tell you this, Flix, but I think you have Laveria. Laveria? Oh my god! What's that? It's like malaria, only deadlier. You're in love, Flix. You've been bitten. This is what love feels like? This and worse. Has this ever happened to you? A long, long time ago. But no matter. Life is good. Life is algebra. Al what? Never mind. How old is she? Mm, seven? Wait till she's eight. Are you insane? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Catastrophic, apoplectic, catatonic, syphilitic. No, not syphilitic. The first three were fine. But relax. I'll give you something that will help. A sedative. A book? Robert Frost. Miles to go before I sleep. Trust me, it won't take miles. You sleep there and then, read it every night. Now wait till she's eight. What? Wait till she's eight. And I wait. Because it rhymes. In that waiting period, I find out everything there is. Her name is Aja. 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 
She is the adopted daughter of Mary the Seamstress. She's six months older than I am. I'm in love with an older woman. How erotic. I read everything there is to help me cope with my condition. Self-help books like Romeo and Juliet. That one was very helpful. The urge to be with someone can get so bad that you swallow poison. And if you don't time the intake of poison correctly, you look like a nincompoop. When people speak of love, they don't tell you its true definition. It's not lilies and roses, it's kidneys and intestines. Waiting is hell. <gasps> Maybe Pops can help me. It seems like he's always waiting for Olga to love him. Who said that? Huh. What a horrible thing to say. Pops! Pops! Shh! Quiet! Who's that man? He's a journalist. We fly all day. That's what we do. We fly. Where I was born, how old I am, how does that matter? But if you must know, I was born in circus, just outside of Moscow. I was a child of circus parents, and my father was trapezist, and so was mother. It's like owning bakery, you know? You teach your kids how to bake, what can I say? Do I have children? No, don't have Uh, Frank, who let this trainee into the room? You, cigarette lighter. You mind if I smoke? When you're in the sky all day, a little smoke does you good. You know it calms you down. It's like incense. Some people light incense in their rooms. I light incense in my mouth. That's all. <laughs> I'm 23, and I'm in the best shape of my life. 23? You're Sh- not 23. Do you know what cover story is? You cover your mouth. Anyway, we are doing the triple somersault. Right, Frank? Tell me, you have heard of this trapeze man, the great Gagunda? Oh, yes. He wants to join our circus, but my husband, he is a bit, how you say, possessive to let me fly with another artist. Aren't you, darling? That will nay happen, and I'll tell you why. The trapeze is about two things. It's about trust and love. Love? When the flying Olga does a somersault in the air, there's no net below. If she falls, she breaks her neck. She trusts that I am the net that will catch her. When we hold hands, it means everything. Pops, you're a genius. I run to the stack of hay where Aja sleeps and where she stares at the stars. Now I know what love is. Love is about trust. She trusts that I am the net that will catch her. I will catch her, watch her wiggle like a fish, and she is mine forever, caught in my net. No, that's just 
Oh, that's not love at all. I need my pops to talk to me. He put it so eloquently. Pops! By the time I come back, the journalist is gone. I said no. What happened to the man I married? Where he is? And the minute she says that, my pop starts to shrink. This hulk of a Frank with tree trunks for legs and boulders for biceps becomes smaller and shorter. All she has to do is pose a few questions and Pops just keeps getting smaller and smaller. I had no idea questions could be so powerful. Will Aja have questions for me? That was part one of Buffoon by Anosharani. Parts two and three are available now on PlayMe on the CBC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts. Buffoon was written by Anosh Arani. It featured Kayvon Koshkum. Lois Anderson directed the original theatrical production. Buffoon was first developed and premiered at Tarragon Theatre in Toronto under the artistic direction of Richard Rose. This episode's sound design, edit, and mix are by Chris Tolley. And if you're in the mood for even more Play Me, you can hear us on CBC Radio 1 and Sirius XM every Sunday night at 9 p.m. and on Wednesdays at 11. We'd love for you to join us as we present some of our favorite contemporary plays by award-winning playwrights. Thanks for listening. We'd love to know what you think about Play Me. You can email us at playme at cbc.ca. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Expect Theatre or Instagram at Play Me Podcast. Play Me is produced by Laura Mullen and Chris Tolley in partnership with CBC Podcasts. A special thanks to our CBC producers, Sarah Clayton, Cecil Fernandez, and Tanya Springer. The executive producer of CBC Podcasts is RF Norani. Our senior director is Leslie Merklinger. Play Me is funded by the Canada Council for the Arts and the Ontario Arts Council. Play Me is an Expect Theatre production. For more information about our plays, please visit playmepodcast.com. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.